in wrestling, very seldom do you, are you able to write your own ending. But he's been able to write his own ending. And I think that's just amazing. Uh, again, very, very fortunate that AEW was there for it, or it would have never happened. All right, welcome to Scouting Reports at the After Chat. I'm your host, as you know, Bill After, and with me right now, one of my favorite people, and not only is he one of my favorite wrestlers and personalities, but I love to imitate his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts, welcome to Sports Key to Scouting Reports. I'm glad to be here, Bill. It's just so good to see you. We go a long way back. Yeah, we do. Not just here in the U.S. My goodness, I, I remember coming, shocking you one time when I walked into an arena in uh, somewhere in, in Brighton, England. Yeah. And I said, excuse me, Mr. Roberts, and I tapped you on the back, and you turned around and you said, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> so It was all good stuff. So with scouting reports, I want to go... Uh, uh, do our very first segment here and that is somebody that you've seen recently in the past year or so uh, and you saw him back in WCW and he's announced his uh, retirement yes. um, we're talking about the icon sting so before we get to the technical part of this what would you like to say to this guy on his pending retirement well I'm just going to tell him that he's a uh the most fortunate man on the planet. How is that? Well, in wrestling, very seldom do you, are you able to write your own ending. Ooh. But he's been able to write his own ending. And I think that's just amazing. Uh, again, very, very fortunate that AEW was there for it, or it would have never happened. So... Uh, I just wish him the best in anything he does in the future. And hopefully, he'll still contribute in some way to wrestling. It's amazing that at his age, a little bit over 60, at his age, that he's doing so much in the ring. I mean, I was like terrified when I saw him jump off one of the, the balconies onto a bunch of guys. I mean, I, I texted him afterwards and he, he just kind of hit me in LOL after that so were you yeah. shocked when you saw how well I, I remember seeing him get out there and I thought oh hell no he's not gonna jump yeah he did yes he did he's unbelievable so let's go back now to your time with sting and i always tell the the wrestlers that i'm doing this with we do it kind of like espn you know this is a wrestling scouting report so yeah. let's talk about sting the wrestler First, his strengths, and then his weaknesses. Well, as far as his strengths, it'd be, it had to be his condition. His conditioning was uh, always top-notch. He was always in the greatest of shape. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember seeing him down. Yeah. And that's pretty damn strong. Was there a weakness that you spotted when you were scouting him? 
just his lack of ring time. Mm -hmm. It's the time that I was with him. Yeah. Because you got to remember that's it's been a while, but he he wasn't he wasn't the savvy veteran that he is now. But uh, he certainly seasoned himself up over time. When you wrestled Sting back in WCW, was it uh, uh, the Beach Guy Sting, or was it? Uh, uh, it wasn't the Crow yet, was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, tell me about the match. Well, we were given the worst damn match of all. The coal miner's glove match. Oh, right. I remember that. Would you and mind, that, just for a that, second, to some of the fans who might be watching this and they don't know what that was, could you explain that? Well, they put a coal miner's glove on a pole in the corner. Anybody that knows Jake the Snake knows Jake the Snake ain't climbing no damn pole not going to happen. So Sting was the only one that climbed the pole. But it was a very, I thought it was very anti-climatic, you know, for us. And that uh, we should have been given a much better match. What would that match have been? Oh, just give me a cage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a cage match would have been fine. A bull rope match would have been fine. Um, tickle your tickle your ass with a feather would have been fine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they've ever done a tickle uh, your ass with a feather match. Uh, don't, uh, by the way, don't panic. There might be a promoter out there listening to this now that you know, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's it's what's best for business, right? That's what they say. All right, Jake Roberts. Thank you for uh, this scouting report on the Icon Sting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Kita Scouting Reports. I'm your host, Bill Apter. And once again, I am honored to have a dear friend who I've known since early when what what year did you start off jake uh, 70s so from the 70s back in bill watts territory way back yeah. way back when jake roberts thank you so much for doing these uh scouting reports we're getting a great reaction uh the fans absolutely love this so you know what we're going to do today that the person we're going to talk about can i ask you a question what's that what you gonna do, brother, when all the maniacs Jake Roberts runs all over you? I wish you hell he had ran all over me. <laughs> uh, why do you say that? Well, because we only wrestled twice. That's it. And oh my God, you talk about real money in the bank. My God, why only two times? Because the fans were chanting DDT, DDT. And Vince did want the crowd split. So was it like a, hey, we can't do this because yeah. the crowd is kind of yeah. making you the baby face? It was 50-50, man. Wow. So the two matches that you did have, uh, were, they, were they in smaller arenas or were they in... Uh... 
One was in Montreal to form, and the other one was at uh, in Rhode Island. So Robin. let's get in the ring with Hulk Hogan. What was it like? Oh, it was simple, man. You just be where the Hulkster needs you. That was basically it. His strength, of course, was his, his knowledge in the ring was big. He knew what to do as the Hulkster. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to go out and do a whole lot. He didn't didn't need to. Right. Right. But he what he did was solid, and uh, the people loved him, man. Did you um, uh, did you ever have a, a hard time uh, doing something with him that no. you weren't sure of, that you wanted to do, or you know, this is it? It's Hulk Hogan, and you know, we put him over. Everything was clean and crisp. Right, yeah. right. Wait, back no in those days, go ahead. I'm sorry. There were no misses. There were no miscues. Nothing. Back in those days, before we discuss his strengths and weaknesses a lot of people were jealous of that you know he was the star attraction of the he company so yeah yeah did you did did you see some of the people uh that were wrestling back in those days kind of like well you know i could do that you know kind of jealous of the sure. push he got yeah there were a lot of them man yeah there were a lot of people that were jealous and uh you know, there was such a large gap in between Hulkster money and anybody else money. Sure. You know, it was it was really really wide. You know, we're not we're not talking thousands of dollars. We're talking millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But it caused a lot of jealousy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because everybody wanted that top spot and everybody wanted that kind of money. So again, back in the ring now with Hulk Hogan, strengths, weaknesses. Strengths was his ability to, to play with the crowd. Oh, yeah. 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 To play with the crowd all night long, man. And uh, they loved him. His weakness. Well, I, I'd have to go back to mobility. Okay. You know, he wasn't real mobile in the ring. He didn't have to be. He didn't do a lot of up and down. Yeah, we never saw the Hulk Hogan that wrestled Anoki and some other people in Japan no. where he proved that he could be a professional technical wrestler if he had to be. Right. We never seen that guy that, that got up and down and bumped and uh, fed people. We never seen him, but in Japan they. Go ahead. That's it. Oh, all right. Do you have a favorite Hogan story? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know how he used to go out and rip the shirt. Of course. Well, those shirts were gimmicked. They weren't. Uh, they weren't a hundred percent cotton. Let's just say. Okay. Well, one night in a town I can't remember, somebody exchanged the shirt <laughs> for a real shirt, and when he went to tear it off, his body couldn't tear it. 
So he was in the ring ripping on it. <laughs> and he couldn't get it off. 